Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode three of Sips and Tips, the podcast where we will take you step by step through mixing up a cocktail and then we'll tackle a problem from one of our listeners. Each week, we will try to theme the drink based on the problem we are tackling. We stress try. Sometimes we pick a drink just because it sounds good. My name is Kitch. And I'm Andrea. And this week, we're going to make a pecan pie martini. Yum. Mm -hmm. Although a pumpkin pie martini would have been my choice. And that probably existed as well, but I can't request this one first. Oh, well, we'll start with a pecan pie martini, I guess. Next this, week. Next week, we'll do a pumpkin <laughs> pie martini. So this recipe comes from uh, delish.com. Yep, it does. Um, I chose this because it is American Thanksgiving Ooh. coming up. We've had our Thanksgiving, but why not celebrate another one? America. <laughs> so this drink... Um, Sounds perfect for me. This sounds delicious. So it is, um, you use some caramel sauce and some crushed up pecans to make a rim on your uh, martini glass. Yum. And um, you will then use six ounces of rum chata, six ounces of creme de cacao, three ounces of bourbon and ice in a shaker. And that's supposed to make three servings. We'll see. Or two and a half for me and half for you. No. Two and a half for me, half for you. Okay. The next drink could be all yours. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> if I know which one you're talking about, it'll be all mine. <clears throat> so again, this one comes from delish.com and uh, in honor of American Thanksgiving and pecans, pie in general, I yes. think, because everyone likes a good pie. <laughs> this is what we're doing. So where do we start? Okay, so first of all, we need to, you put the caramel on a plate, and then you put your chopped pecans on a separate shallow plate, and we're going to dip the rim of each glass into the caramel first, and then dip it into the pecans so that you can get a rim. See, when you told me what we were going to do these drinks and that these were the ingredients, I was like, <laughs> I don't want pecans in my martini. drink. I don't want to <laughs> chew a martini, thanks, but... That does look pretty fantastic now that you've done that. I'm going to take it. Yeah. yeah. Like I know what I'm doing. Or Almost. Oh, it's sticking to the plate. Okay. And this is a bourbon-based martini, you say? Well, there's. it's not mainly bourbon, but there is bourbon in it. So I chose it because you like bourbon, and I like all the other ingredients. I love bourbon. I, I can probably tolerate the two ounces of bourbon. We need to do an old-fashioned martini. I'll have to find one. That. that looks fantastic, eh? All right, so we've got our glasses rimmed in uh, caramel and pecans. All right, so now I've got my shaker. It's full of ice, and we're going to combine our rum chata. So what did I say that was? Six ounces? Six ounces. Six, six, and three, right? I believe so. You six, got six the recipe. Three. Yeah, I know. I have to scroll. Okay. Okay, what did we say this was? This was one, right? So I need six of these? One and one, yeah. This is one. Yes, yeah, you're right. We finally figured out the uh, jigger. <laughs> Took a little while, but we got it. It's going to take a little while, one. Well, doesn't that... I thought you're... Should have used a giant, two. Don't always count. I thought your, sh your shaker had Three. graduation on the side. No, I don't think this one does. No. So, a little tip. Get a shaker with graduations on the side. Um... 
it'll be easier for a six ounce pour. Or I could just use my giant measuring cup for this. Well, okay. that would work There's too. six. Six uh, ounces rum of rum chata. chata. I do love rum chata. Oh, mm. it's so good. And then I have my creme de cacao. Another six ounces. I hope this is six. This will, rum chata will be good in my coffee before I go to work tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't do that. Are we going to fit all of this into that shaker? Looks like it's I think it's just going to fit. What did I? I'm at four. Four. I yeah. think this would be like four martinis. This is quite a lot of martinis. Six ounces rum chata, six ounces of... Five, wait. Okay. This was six, right? This is your six, yeah. Six ounces of creme de cacao. Okay, now three. So for the rum chata, we're using rum chata. I believe there's only one, right? I think so, yeah. Um, and for the creme de cacao... Uh, Axis brand because it was very inexpensive, and uh, the bourbon for the for uh, the bourbon base will be uh, Bullet, which is my favorite orange label Bullet. Very good for old fashions, and apparently pecan pie martinis. Yep, we'll see. I we suppose we probably should have this recipe. That's a lot of martini. We to drink. Well, we got a lot of talking to do. So, <laughs> shake and not stirred. As Bond, shake it James up until Bond it is cold. About 30 seconds. So, <clears throat> this is uh, this would be a great, I, I would think, a great dessert martini mm. for after a nice meal when you're sitting down and you don't want a coffee, but you want something that's uh, got a little bit of a sweet kick to it. I would think that they... All right. Okay. So now we will fill our glasses. It does smell good too. I can smell it from here. Oh, that is a lot of martini. <clears throat> These are my small martini glasses. I didn't get the big ones out. I almost did. Oh yeah, not too bad. Okay. Now, so, we didn't grab whipped cream. You're supposed to put a little dollop of whipped cream, but... We don't need whipped cream. No, but you mm. then we just put a couple little... So then now you're going to chew your drink, because I'm going to put a couple pecans oh, on Oh, you're going to put pecans on the top? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, they'll float. They'll float. There you go. And like then, little life preservers in there. A little bit of cinnamon sprinkled on the top. I shouldn't have taken the picture so early. It's not quite pretty enough. Right. All right. That looks wow, good. that does look good, hey? Yep. It's <clears throat> my kind of drink. All right. So we're going to give this a shot. The pecan pie martini. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Don't knock all your pecans off. Mm. Okay, so it's quite delicious. <laughs> but it's mm. hard to drink with the pecans on the rim. I would. I will get every pecan off of that room. That's delicious. <clears throat> very, very good. No nut left behind. No, never. <laughs> mm. No pun intended. Well, that's strong too. Mm. You can get that little bur. It's the bourbon that gives you that little kick at the end. Well, it's, it's like me anyway, because I'm not a bourbon drinker. Straight booze. There's nothing in there that's not liquor. That's oh, a martini. Except for pecans. So. <laughs> Uh, very good. I really mm-hmm. like that, actually. Yep. That would be a great uh, Christmas drink. Yes. And uh, I wonder if you could do that with an eggnog um, flavor. or Oh, you completely could. Or base. That would be fantastic, I think. Yeah. 
If you want to make it a little less boozy, you could probably replace the rum chata with the rum chata with some eggnog. Or half it. And actually what would work is the Costco eggnog, because it's already boozy. Boozy. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can make up our own drinking. Maybe we'll do that. The Maybe boozy that'll eggnog be eggnog pecan. Yeah. The boozy eggnog pecan pie. <laughs> okay. Well, that was uh, that was tasty. We're going to put the uh, recipe for this drink in the podcast notes as per normal. And uh, we're going to adjourn to the table to talk about this week's problem. Now, is this themed for a problem or strictly for uh, America Thanksgiving? This is just for America Thanksgiving. Yeah, I couldn't find a theme America. for our problems this week. So. Oh, okay, well. We will celebrate. We, we can maybe talk about fun Thanksgiving um Fiascos. <laughs> it's always a problem. <laughs> sure. You know. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So we're going to uh, move over to the table and talk about this week's uh, listener problems, and uh, we'll be back shortly. Welcome back to Sips and Tips. We're uh, now ready to tackle this week's problem. We've got our pecan pie martini, which I'm really liking, but somebody says it's got too much it bourbon. It needs a little less bourbon. The it's, kick is a little much for me. <clears throat> no. That bourbon flavor gets, gets me. But. If it were up to me, I would take the three ounces that it called for and add another ounce. No, it needs four one, ounce one ounce max. Bourbon. Anyway, so we've got our pecan pie martinis and uh, we're ready to talk about this week's problems but before we do that we just want to remind you that sips and tips can be found on facebook and instagram uh we may be starting to add a bit of a tiktok presence i don't know if that's i'm not the videos are coming i don't care what anyone on facebook says and you know who you are (laughs) there will be no dancing but the the person on facebook will have to be part of the video dance oh okay well if that's the case i might do it because Yeah, but that person... She will hate it as much as you. So. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, as <laughs> long as she's going to be either... Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine then. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we're also available now on pretty much any podcast platform you want to listen to us on, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Breaker, all the, all the podcast platforms, Google, and, uh, and all of those were available. You can find us there. But if you are so inclined to... Uh, to want to be involved in the podcast, you can through the Anchor app or the Anchor um, .fm website. You can send us a voice message, and we actually received a voice message from uh, listener NV, longtime listener, first time voice messenger. So let's listen to uh, what NV had to say regarding uh, last week's podcast and Rob T. Hi guys, I just watched your second episode and um, I am absolutely flabbergasted at this Rob guy. Um, Everything was fine. The question was fine. Like that, those things with the 14 year old girl liking the neighbor, that can happen. And then he goes as far to say that he's actually attracted and seems like he's considering this. I mean, (laughs) what in the hell? I just really hope this guy doesn't have children of his own and um, something is severely wrong with this guy. I just, I can't even, I have no words. 
Okay, thank you, NV, for the voice message. We appreciate it. And, yep, we agree. The guy's a tool, pretty much, hey? Yeah, um, definitely. He's, he's uh, although he did say in your voice message, you mentioned that you hope that he doesn't have children. He did message, He did mention, sorry, in his letter that he is single and lives alone, which... Uh, we'll, I think that's a forever kind of thing. Will that probably guy. be the way he <laughs> spends the rest of his life, quite yes. frankly, but... Regardless, thank you for being involved. We look forward to more voice messages from uh, all of our listeners, um, both of you. Yep. And uh, we're going to move on to this week's um, listener problem. So, Andrea, why don't you read this one? All right. So, who is this one from? Do we know? Uh, this one is from Disgruntled Wife. Oh, Disgruntled Wife. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Um, so disgruntled wife says that, uh, she's been married to her husband for 16 years. She says, I love him so much, but I'm upset as he never does anything special for me, like roses, cards, nothing like that. Our anniversary is yesterday and I even gave hints, but nada. I've told him several times that I would like more romance. Oh no, there we go. Might like more romance. He always says he'll work on it, but it never happens. He thinks paying bills shows enough love. Am I asking too much? Okay. Let's you, go to the man do you first. Want, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so <clears throat> I would have three three questions for you, or, or at least a couple of questions for you in this, uh, in this situation, because you didn't go into anything other than uh, he doesn't do anything for you. So I'd kind of like to know what you do for him. Quite frankly, if you want to be treated like a queen, he better fucking well feel like a king. Just the way I feel. <laughs> Sorry. I, maybe that's a little too blunt, but, um, you know. If, yeah, that's true. However, yeah. it has to, like, if he never makes her feel like a queen, what is she going to do? Why is she going to do anything for him? Well, and again, that's where the questions would come yeah. into play. Like, what, we'd almost need a little backstory into this to, uh, to know exactly what the situation is. But, I mean, if this guy for the last 16 years has been uh, going to work, paying the bills, uh, coming home and and to uh, a wife who stays at home all day, you know, watching soap operas, drinking wine and, and nothing else, well, then that's a problem. And quite frankly, if I were to talk to him right now, I'd say, fuck it, leave her. What makes you think she's a housewife? We are in 2021. Well, the, no, and that's <laughs> what I say. That's, that's where the, the questions would come into play. So I would need to know what, what, how this started in the first place. Was it always like this? I would like to know that years. too. Is this who he is? Was he like this from the very beginning? Yeah. If he is that way, you might be asking for something that you knew was never going to happen anyway. Exactly. Is very likely. <clears throat> if he was, I mean, I, I can't, this is a very common problem that, you know, they're, they do all the fancy things in the beginning, the roses, the cards, the, you know, attention. And then 16 years is a long time and you sort of get into your routines and your life and you don't really make your significant other a priority anymore. And that's possibly what's happening here. And it might be both ways. Is he a priority for you? And are you a priority for him? And if you're not, you both probably have to look at what can you both do for each other to make it better. And maybe you're just a selfish little princess who doesn't deserve any more than what you're getting. Yeah. I mean, 
that's just how I see it. It's <clears throat> not saying that that's the case, but without a little more backstory or, or a little more information, it's kind of hard to say. So here's what I would suggest for disgruntled wife who's probably dealing with unsatisfied husband. If I was going to give him a username right now, actually, that's pretty good, isn't it? Disgruntled wife talking about unsatisfied or dissatisfied husband. So if if I were your, your or he's buddy... he's just checked out and watching TV every night and really doesn't care. That could be it too. But if, if you're making a genuine effort and you're doing little things for him that he is noticing and maybe taken for granted or if he is just one of those guys that is oblivious to all the little things then you're going to want to start calling attention to them and see how he responds if you think that you are um if you think that you're going to be able to just have him magically start bringing you flowers and and cards and chocolates and things like that, that's not going to happen. It's a two-way street. So, like I said earlier, if you want to be treated like a queen, he'd better feel like a king, and vice versa. So, chivalry's not dead, I don't think. Is it? Um, fairly. <laughs> yes, I think so. It, um, I... I mean, for me personally, I would look at what is most important to you. Um, stuff is easy for a person to do. If you can't even, I mean, taking the time to do roses or a card, I mean, that's easy. And then sometimes I find that for most guys do that as a cop-out because the other stuff's harder. So True. I can bring you roses. I can throw you a card. Here you go. There's your attention. I'm going to go watch TV. Game's on. Gotta go exactly. Watch the game. So uh, to me, I don't really put any stock into those things. They're nice and they're thoughtful, but that cannot be really the only thing that matters. And what does he do otherwise? So he obviously goes to work. He takes care of you, paying the bills. Is there other things he does that's not stuff? I don't know. Like it's interesting that you focus on stuff as what is important. And I don't think the stuff is what's important. So are there little things that you do for each other that make you feel special? He, I'm guessing he's not doing that or maybe you wouldn't be asking for the roses and the card. You probably just pick roses and card because that's the easy thing for him to do. And he's not even doing that. So or I'm she's not a really materialistic sure, but, little twat. Well, that's, maybe. There are a lot of them out there for sure. Yep, no question. And, and you hit the nail on the head. If it's stuff that you want, then stuff is easy. Um, if it's genuine affection and attention and intimacy or romance, then, you know, when was the last time he came home from work and you said, Hey, thanks. I really appreciate everything you do for the household. Or, you know, I, I see that you took care of the yard today. Thanks. Maybe, maybe that's all it takes. Maybe he's, exhausted at the end of a day and he would just like to come home and and have a drink and watch tv but maybe you could watch tv with him and ask him how that day went and try to get into his head a little bit it's not rocket science it's communication and if you want him to communicate with you beyond here's money to pay the bills well talk to him and maybe he's not a talkative guy i'm 
I am a talkative guy, so I I don't know what it's like to be in a situation where you don't want to air your grievances and problems or talk about your day or whatever, because I enjoy that. But not everyone is. Maybe you got to pry that out of them. And if it goes beyond this and it's not just stuff that is missing, it's not just the roses, the card, maybe it's all that affection and intimacy and, and romance and things, then maybe it's time for a, a couple's counseling where you can both talk with a neutral party there to mediate and you can get it out and maybe see, he'll see how you're feeling then. Yeah, because most likely you're not feeling appreciated and maybe he's not feeling appreciated. You're probably both not feeling appreciated. Mm-hmm. And sometimes having somebody else tell your significant other that will actually make them sit up and listen to it. Um, often if you've said it many, many times, or maybe you haven't said it, maybe they just think everything's good to go. Um, but often it comes with a defensiveness if you try to approach it. Um, so potentially mm-hmm. sitting down with somebody else that could help you through it. And if you if he's the type of person that's open to working on a relationship, I would highly suggest sitting down with the five love languages and having him read that and identifying his love languages and you reading it yourself and identify yours. And then once you understand what is most important to each other, then showing appreciation and love and intimacy with each other will be so much easier. Um, that's a book that I've I read years ago, and I didn't I didn't know myself and what was most important to me until somebody laid it out in black and white for me. And uh, I, I would highly recommend anyone reads it. So, have you read it? I have not read it. I haven't. You will read it. It's a good book. It's a very good book. So, check that out and uh, see if you guys can can come together and. Uh, figure out what is most important to each other. And if it's, again, if it's material things, if you are, you know, if receiving gifts is your love language, then, and tell them that, you know what? I I need roses. I need a card. I need a watch. I need jewelry, whatever. (laughs) Um, For me, it's physical touch and words of affirmation. I appreciate, you know, uh, holding a hand or or snuggling on the couch, that sort of thing. That's my love language. So I know that when I receive that, that's when my cup is full, so to speak, right? And maybe his love language is something along those lines. You know, it it might surprise you um, for a guy that... He probably doesn't even know himself. Chances are, like I said, I didn't until I read the book. And then it kind of tells you or helps you put those things in a priority sequence and then you know and you recognize when your partner is is hitting those love languages or those priorities for you, that's when you start to see or start to feel complete in that relationship for sure. So, um, yeah, that's my take on it. So, I don't know, anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think that sounds very good advice. A king needs to feel like a king in order to be 
in order for you to be treated like a queen. Plain and simple. And vice versa. Exactly. Yes. 100%. <laughs> the king will fall quickly. <laughs> he doesn't treat his queen well. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I know. I know it's true. Yep. I'm biting my tongue so hard right now, people. Go ahead, it's, say it. No, 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 no. But you do you do you feel like a queen? Mm-hmm. I do. And because of that, I actually treat you like a king. Exactly, I feel that way. Yes. Yep. So it's pretty easy. It starts with you. Yep. Because women will usually follow suit pretty easily because we're more sensitive and emotional generally, anyway. Mm. In general. In general, yes, In I would general. I would agree with that. Not always. But Okay. Well that makes sense. Yep. So it does start with typically starts with him. It really does. So Okay, well. <laughs> uh dissatisfied husband, if you're listening, <laughs> smarten up. Yeah, exactly. And, get her some uh, roses. Get her some roses and <laughs> Say a card. thanks for doing the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for dinner. I really appreciate it. Um, tomorrow, I'll take you out. Yes, there you go. So Date nights, always yes. good. Yep, for sure. Okay, well, we've rambled on for about uh, 15 minutes on that topic, so okay. we will um, take a quick break. I'm going to top off my pecan pie martini and uh, quickly chat about uh, one more listener issue. We'll be right back. Okay, we've refreshed our drinks, and now uh, we're ready to go on to... It's refreshed a word? It is now. <laughs> Hashtagged. We're going to start the trend. Refreshed. Hashtag refreshed. Is it, what is it, refreshed? Yes. We've refreshed. I think so. That doesn't sound right, though. Refreshed? Refreshed our drinks. I'm going to refresh... Your drink has been refreshed. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not like one of those words that makes. I know it just just doesn't. Okay, so enough about that. Um, <laughs> These drinks are really good. The the drinks are very good. Uh, user sugar mama wrote in, and uh, I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit because she uh, drones on for a long time about some uh, details that really aren't necessary. So I'm going to give you the Coles Notes version. pardon me it says hello guys i'm hoping you can help me i'm 22 and my boyfriend is 27 we have been together for nearly two years i lived on my own before meeting him and he lived with his parents which is not a problem for me Uh, and then he moved in with me and we agreed to go 50 50 you can see where this is headed (laughs) a couple of months with living with each other and he lost his job took him two or three months uh, to find another job with a lot of promoting from me Fast forward to this year, and he loses his job again after only being there five months or so. To me, it doesn't feel like he's making enough effort to find another job. Uh, And I'm always the one applying for or making calls for him to agencies. He said it makes him feel down, and I try to understand and make him feel better, but I'm starting to feel like he's using excuses. He found work with an agency and had an early start, but didn't bother getting up because his mom had messaged him and called him a failure which made him not want to go. My blood's boiling just listening or reading this. I'm really struggling with money at the moment. My paycheck isn't big enough to look after two people. It would be nice if he could, if I could actually see him trying to apply for jobs every day. Uh, I was 
work applying for jobs for him while he was in bed. He's now started saying it'll be hard to find work because of COVID rules. And when I say no to giving him money, he gets annoyed or makes me feel bad by being silent. So I end up giving in or we argue. Uh, It's even getting to the point where I'm always borrowing money from my mom. And she doesn't mind as I always pay her back ASAP. But to me, but she said to me, sorry, she doesn't like the fact that I'm always borrowing money when I should be getting help from him. And that's not the worst part. I could be at work all day and come home and the house still isn't tidy. I mean, it's the least he can do. Please, I don't know what to do anymore from Sugar Mama. So why don't you (laughs) tee off on this one? Well, there's a lot of things to talk about in this one, but really all I can say is you need to kick him out. Fuck it, leave him. Yeah, that's absolutely it. This is... I don't know. I mean, if he was living with his parents, there's possibly he's 27 and he was still living with his parents. That's kind of a red flag right there. Um, I mean, it can be hard to move out right now as a younger person. It's expensive if he was working and making his own way and living with his parents, not a big deal. But if he was laying in bed, you know, mooching off his parents, his mom doing his laundry and his dishes and making his lunch every day. There was a problem there. I don't know of that information, but likely you have become mom. Yeah, you actually took the words right out of my mouth. He went from regular mom to sugar mom. Yes. In the course of your two years living together. Um, This guy sounds like a freeloading loser. And if you're the one out there paying the bills, making the money, uh, you need to kick him the fuck out as soon as possible. And you can't feel bad about it. No. You can't feel guilty for it. You need to look after you. You're young. You have a lot of years ahead of you. And this kind of dead weight is going to do nothing for you other than drag you down and put you probably in a position where you're dealing with bad credit, tons of debt. Yes. Or living in a situation that you don't deserve to live in because he is too lazy to get off his ass. Oh, yeah, we could have. Because he is too lazy. See, we have the button now. She's always wanted to push that button. To, to To get off his ass and get a job. So as long as you're providing for him, he's not going to. And as long as you give in and give him money when... Um, you say you won't, he's not going to go get a job. So he needs to grow up, uh, become a contributing member of society and move on without you because he's going to do nothing but drag you down and cause you problems. Yeah, really go get out. Yeah. This is not going to end well at all for you. Just go now. I don't, I'm not sure what the appeal to being with him is. Yeah. Um, I don't see really anything there that sounds like it's a good relationship of any kind. No, absolutely not. It sounds like he's, he's going to wear you down mm-hmm. financially. He's going to wear you down emotionally. And all of the, the stress that he's putting you through... Uh, you're too young for that. At 22 yes. years old, you should be living your Let's life have some fun. without worrying about supporting a child that you didn't give birth to. Mm-hmm. So 
move on. And as that wise man once said, fuck it, leave them. So, Damn it, I wanted to press the button. No, you can't press the button all the time. <laughs> People need to hear me curse once in a while. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't know what else to say no, when it comes to that one. Like, just get out, throw them out. So bad. Or move out yourself, find yourself a better place that you can afford on your own. And let him worry about paying the rent there. And when he doesn't pay the rent, he'll move back in with mom and dad. And they can support him because they were the ones that actually birthed him. So. Yeah. And I mean, you were already living on your own in the place and he came to your place. So you can literally just say, go, this is my place. Yep. Probably all your furniture and probably all your everything else and say, go back to your mom. Yep. She can take care of you. Yep, exactly. And if he can't even be bothered to tidy the house when yeah, you're that's horrible. gone, yep. knowing that you're supporting him, then uh, that makes it ten times worse, in my opinion. Yes, he, it does. He he's not even to trying to even get out of bed. Mm-hmm. So there's a big problem there. And it's, he's not going to change. I would gather he is probably going to be like this his entire life. Oh, for sure. And you don't want to be saddled no. down any longer than necessary with a person like that. No. So, see ya. Kick him to the curb. Yeah. Right on. All right. Well, I'm glad we're out here solving the world's problems because I feel pretty good about myself right now. <laughs> you too. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, again, uh, this is Sips and Tips. We are available on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, on all your podcast platforms. Send us an email at tellyouforfree at gmail.com. And that's tell you number four free at gmail.com. Or you can send us, and I, <laughs> I just realized the other day when I was listening to our podcast back mm-hmm. that I've been saying anchor.com. It's actually anchor.fm. So oh, no. you, can, you can find us on anchor.fm and send us a voice message there. Uh, or click the link on the website three times two podcast.ca and it'll take you to our homepage where you can. Send us a voice message. Uh, we want you to be part of the podcast. It uh, It's nice hearing from people. And uh, if you have a chance, go on to Apple and give us a five-star rating and send us a review, a good review. If yeah. you have nothing Only nice to say, ones. don't say anything at all. It hurts our feelings. It hurts our, not that I have feelings, but it, hurt, <laughs> well, it's, it, it hurts, hurts Andrea's feelings. feelings when you don't say nice things. But I need all the likes. <laughs> yeah, Andrea needs the likes. I don't give a fuck. You can say whatever you want to me. So anyway, we're going to uh, cheers this one out. This will uh, this will finish us off for this week, and uh, we'll be back next week with a um, an angry neighbor issue. Oh yes, and a twelve years uh, of fun. Twelve years of fun <laughs> for one of our listeners, and uh, we're going to see what we can do to help her out. So anyway, cheers. Have a good weekend. Nope. And. We'll talk to you soon. That doesn't cheers for your life. The pecans are very soft and cushy. So you can't hear the cheers, but we cheers. We'll clink. There. There you go. Okay. Have a good weekend, folks. Bye. This has been a three times twice podcast production.